Welcome to the season four yoga therapy hour wrap up. I cannot believe how fast time is moving that we are already through an entire season in 2023. And when I look back at the work that we've done together with all of our amazing guests and all of you listening out there and commenting and coming into our Facebook group to talk about this, as well as giving us fabulous reviews on different podcast platforms. When I look at what we've done, one idea kind of unifies all the guests. And I had this realization working with some clients recently, especially those clients that are finding they need to find some acceptance around their illness or their imminent passing or death, that yoga therapy can be used for health and healing, both mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. But there are times when it is clear that our time is limited here on the planet and that there's not going to be a healing per se that suddenly we're going to be able to walk again and feel great, but rather the healing comes in the form of acceptance of what our life has been and and why are we here and did we accomplish what we wanted to accomplish and do we have any regrets? The idea that came to me this week came through a client and that oftentimes happens that as I'm speaking to clients and and active listening and giving empathy, it's not unusual that they are teaching me things. They are reminding me of spiritual truths. That's one of the greatest benefits of this job is that it gets fed back to you and, and nourishes you just as you nourish and hold space for the client. The unifying concept that the client spoke of was that this person wanted to be at home in their skin, to be at home in their own heart, separate from the house that they live in, separate from the friend group that they have, separate from the career or the job that they've chosen, separate from the area of the country that they live in. Like all of those are external things. And it's great to have those in order and feel comfortable with our lives and how we've created our lives. But my client independent of all of that, wanted to feel at home in their skin, period, full stop, no matter where they lived, no matter what job they had, no matter what friend group, no matter any of the external circumstances, wanted to be able to say, I know how to come home to myself. And through my daily yoga practice and lifestyle routines, I can choose to come home at any time. I can take myself from a place where I'm feeling discombobulated, out of balance, maybe irritable, maybe overwhelmed, maybe depressed. And I can use yoga and Ayurveda to come home to self and know who I am, know why I'm here, know that I have lived a meaningful life. And that if there's any regrets, there's still time to take care of that and and clean that up. And in the words of my client, they said, I want to know I completed 
the assignment of what I came here to do. And if I had to wrap up what yoga therapy can do for us, that's what it would be. That's a lifelong mental, emotional, spiritual journey that is the assignment. That's why we're here. And so I thought it was just a really beautiful kind of summary of what we do in yoga therapy, but also a summary of some of the wonderful guests that we've had this fourth season, that there was a lot of heart in what we talked about this season. Welcome to the Yoga Therapy Hour podcast. My name is Amy Wheeler, and I'm your host. We are so happy to tell you all that's happening in the world of yoga therapy. And we love to find guests from all over the world so that we can share and learn and grow together. Please nourish yourself, take time for yourself, and really relax into listening to the podcast. If I go back to looking at Tracy Myers, who taught us about yoga therapy using a yin approach and all of the mental, emotional digestion that can be happening through a yin yoga practice, specifically targeting the fascia, because we say the fascia holds emotion. And then we had Matt Erb, who really helped us to see an example of whole person rehabilitation and how that can fit into a modern healthcare system while still maintaining the indigenous roots and the values. And a lot of times those two things seem like they can't go together, but Matt is someone who is actively bringing that together and showing the rest of the healthcare world how it can be done. We had an interview with the beautiful Satpreet Kaur, who is focusing on yoga therapy and lifestyle change for people with thyroid issues. She herself healed from this and is still healing. And she just shared a wealth of knowledge about how she healed herself, but also how she is guiding other people to heal themselves. And it's not by targeting the thyroid and doing shoulder stand every day for 15 minutes, it is a holistic way of being in the world that involves all sorts of lifestyle changes and changes in perception, frankly, that have an impact on how the endocrine system works. We also talked to Catherine Quayhagen, who is working in a recovery center. She's a wellness director. And she just gave us a beautiful example of how yoga therapy can be used in the addiction and recovery area. And I actually think that is going to be a huge place where a lot of yoga therapists get placed because yoga therapy is really effective at helping people with things that Western allopathic medicine doesn't have a lot of solutions for. And addiction is one of those things that requires the whole person be treated. So I see in the future, this is going to be a huge area for us to delve into as yoga therapists and get hired, frankly. And I think one of the things that the International Association of Yoga Therapists is working on are these things, these codes that can be submitted to insurance companies so that we can get reimbursed and so that hospitals, addiction and recovery centers, different healthcare 
organizations can help us get paid for working under their umbrella. So I'm really excited to hear how much progress IAYT is working on that. And I think people like Catherine are going to be able to submit those codes in not too long. Then we went to Ashley McKeechee, such an inspiration, such a positive person talking about the healing power of Sangha and how it is when we come into a healthy community, we can kind of reprogram some of those childhood wounds that were established maybe in our family, maybe with our community and, and learn to be in a healthy, happy group and then use that to blossom into thriving in the world. Lori Angris gave us a wonderful talk about yoga therapy and nonviolent communication, which is something that we at Optimal State are all about. This idea of satyam, which is the second yama or the second social discipline right after ahimsa or nonviolence. And how can we speak the truth and do it in a way that others can hear it. How can we hear critiques and still not be so hurt that we can't still be in relationship? So Lori teaches nonviolent communication for us at Optimal State. And it was just a very wonderful listening for connection episode that just about anybody in the world could enjoy. We went into Nita Das McMurtry and she was talking about patient-centered healthcare in a very, very subtle way. I think in that podcast, I was talking about the wonderings and the wanderings of not really knowing the answers, not really knowing how yoga therapy works, but all of us have seen such changes in our clients. We know it works. It's just not such a linear pathway to healing and to be able to hold space and be present to someone that's something that a lot of people aren't getting from the regular healthcare system. So maybe that's an area that we as yoga therapists can really tap into and bring into healthcare. The next episode was with Chrissy Luna. This one was really challenging for me personally to release. It was a little bit triggering. It was talking about healing religious trauma syndrome. And I want to applaud Chrissy for bringing such an important topic. I think so many people have come to yoga and yoga therapy wanting some type of spiritual connection, but having a lot of baggage around their childhood religion. And many of us, when we found yoga and the spaciousness of the spirituality that yoga can offer to us, we have been healed from our childhood religious or maybe even adulthood religious trauma. So that is an episode you don't want to miss. Next, we went to Shannon Crow. She is a little bit famous in the yoga world. She's got the Facebook group and the podcast called The Connected Yoga Teacher. And Shannon really showed us how it's super, super smart to narrow down our niche that when we're out there marketing ourselves, people have to know what it is we do, how we can help them. They have to believe that we have a solution for their problem. And if you're too general and you don't have a, a niche, you can have several niches, but if you don't have a doorway for them to come in, they don't know what yoga therapy is. They don't know what yoga can do for them. 
And therefore it's hard for them to sign up because they don't even really know why yoga therapy might be different than just going to a general yoga class. And we have to help them understand why it's important that they come and maybe do privates or individual one-on-ones with us. I did a solo episode on counseling from the perspective of yoga philosophy. And in this season, I did part one. I'm going to do a part two and a part three in season five. One of the things I get asked all the time is, Amy, how is this different from psychotherapy? What qualifies us as yoga therapists to even be able to give counseling what I might call active listening, paraphrasing, holding space, and then sharing of yoga philosophy as ideas for reflection for whatever they're suffering from. People want to understand how this is different from psychotherapy and make sure that we're not stepping on the scope of practice with psychotherapy. So in this episode, Counseling from the Perspective of Yoga Philosophy Part 1, I delve into that and I'm going to go deeper and deeper into that in two more parts coming in Season 5. We had a wonderful guest, Dr. Ram. Oh my goodness. I left that interview on a cloud. The man is light and spacious. He is funny. He is highly intelligent and he is a healer. He talked about this whole idea of lifestyle habits. And if we can just change in one habit after another habit, after another habit, after another habit, just little tiny trajectory changes with all of our lifestyle choices, we are going to change the trajectory for our health and healing and beyond over a lifetime. And I just love that approach because it doesn't require huge change. It just says, tiny little changes. He also had a wonderful story of his childhood and was very, very inspiring to me. Then we went to the wonderful Janet Caldwell, who is using Patanjali's Yoga Sutra in corporate America as an agent of change management. So she is taking it into the boardrooms, into the workplace and using yoga philosophy to inform how to make change in the workplace. Now, sometimes they know she's doing that. Sometimes they don't know, but she knows. And she knows that corporate America needs these ancient teachings to help people suffer less and get on board with all the changes that are happening so quickly around us. So if you're interested or in corporate America, you don't want to miss that episode. Then we went all the way back to the ancient teachings with Manju Joshi, and she really went deep, very, very deeply into chakras made simple and accessible. We went through all seven chakras and just went deep. As she said, the antidote to our suffering, no matter which chakra we're talking about, is this love, this spiritual love that is the wholeness. So I'm still listening to that episode. It just came out and it's really a beautiful thought that love is the answer at all seven chakras. And so I highly, highly recommend Manju. She's so intelligent and has so much to share with us. And then our last episode is with 
Maya Siemens, and Maya tells her own story of being a teen who had ADHD and her parents not knowing much about it back in the day, put her on amphetamines for that. And she was on those for 13 years until she was 26 years old and could no longer receive the Affordable Health Care Act and basically couldn't get her prescription anymore. She went into addiction and without her medication, her amphetamines, she couldn't find another way to manage her moods and self-regulate her energy levels, focus. And she found yoga and Ayurveda. And through that, she healed herself. And she is now teaching teens how to do that with her profession. So Maya is the last episode in season four. And I think it's a beautiful bridge to season five. And the reason I say that is that in season five, we are going to shift away from preaching or singing to the choir. Up until now, our focus has been mainly on helping yoga teachers and yoga therapists understand what is yoga therapy globally? We've gone all over the world to try to figure out what is yoga therapy and help us all get on the same page. However, it's moving into this area where we need to figure out how can we educate the general public to understand what yoga therapy is and what yoga therapy can do for them. Because ultimately that's where we need to go. We need to get people asking their doctors, Hey, could I use yoga therapy? Could you prescribe yoga therapy with these new codes that IYT is applying for so that everything is billable? <laughs> and so what you're going to see in season five is real people talking about their experience with yoga therapy and how it helps real people. We're going to move away from singing to our own choir and bring it out into the world. And I'm really excited about this change because what it means is you will be able to show these episodes to people in your life that you think need yoga therapy and you just want to educate them and show them what's possible. So when I look at something like Maya Siemens episode that we just finished talking about, that could be given to a mother, a father, a teacher, a school administrator to help them understand, oh my gosh, you can regulate mood and energy levels and focus through yoga and yoga therapy and Ayurveda. And therefore there is other options besides just allopathic medication, not to say that you might not do that too, but it would help the general public understand, oh, wow, this is an option. People do this. And so that episode could be shared widely and broadly, people who are not yoga teachers or not yoga therapists. I am very excited about this new change that's coming up. And I also want to leave us with a few thoughts about our podcast and what people are saying about our podcast. So someone here wrote one of our reviews, five stars, inspiring and informative. I love Amy Wheeler's podcast. She is such a graceful host and has the gift of finding really inspiring guests and bringing out not only their professional knowledge, but also their humanity. Listening to so many stories about how yoga helped these professionals find their true selves and serve others is priceless. 
Thank you, Amy, for this gift to us all. And here's another one. Ooh, I don't like to be competitive here, but it says the best yoga therapy and wellness podcast out there. Whether you're a yoga teacher, yoga therapist, yoga practitioner, mental health care worker, or an individual on a wellness and healing journey, this podcast has something profound to offer you. The conversations across professions all in service of wellness and healing have given me so much inspiration and validation, both personally and professionally. So we love it when you leave us a good rating and a review wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, whether that's on an audio podcast platform or whether you're watching it on our YouTube channel, which is growing all the time. And that one is wonderful because you can use the videos to watch if you're a visual person, but also you could use some of those videos in your trainings. So I think of this YouTube channel as a resource for a lot of yoga therapy and yoga teacher trainers to bring hours of content into their training. And if you do that, we would love it if you would become a member of our Patreon page, because that takes us a lot of time to get both the audio and video version out on all these different platforms. So it would be wonderful if you would help us continue to do this work. We would love that. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on season four. Without all of you, our listeners, we could not do this work. We're seeing a spike in how many people have listened to the podcast. I think we're close to 60,000 downloads now. That's amazing. And every time I look at that, I am inspired to keep doing this work. I feel like this podcast is the most important work I've done because it's so in alignment with who I am and my dharma. And I love it. Every single guest makes me so happy and I feel so light and spacious. And that's how you know if this is your dharma. So when I go by that kind of barometer of how do I feel after interviewing these guests, I know it's squarely in my dharmic path. And without you listening, there would be no outlet for me to, to share these interviews. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of our community. We love you. We care about you. We hope you continue to listen and we hope you'll share the podcast, especially as we move into season five and we're working more towards the general public. We would love to have you help us share the podcast with people who maybe don't know what yoga therapy is and how it can help them. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Please don't forget to sign up for our newsletter mailing list, where we give you a free gift every single week. It's usually something that the guest has been talking about, like a book chapter or an article or an infographic. Check out the show notes for that. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget, we have a new YouTube channel called Optimal State with Amy Wheeler. We also have a new Patreon page where you can support us to bring you the most excellent content. And that is Optimal State and the Yoga Therapy Hour Patreon page. Also, you could write us a review on most major platforms that host podcasts. Give us five stars if you appreciate the show and tell us what you love so that we can do more of that. Finally, we support several nonprofit organizations through this podcast. See the show notes to understand how you can help. If you'd like to be a guest or a sponsor for this program, contact us at the email welcome at the 
optimalstate.com. Welcome at theoptimalstate.com. And finally, a special thank you to our team here at Optimal State. We are truly a global family. George Mantuan, one of our executive producers. Adam Satchel, senior media producer and sound engineer from the Philippines. Krishna Panchal, a producer from Canada. Modupe Abdullahi, who does the show notes and is an editor for us from Nigeria. And Peter Morley, who wrote and produced the music for this show, who lives in Australia. Find more about Peter's work at www.zenmusic.biz. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.